0: It's a Bitcoin bar.
1: What
2: are you doing out in the snow? It's 32 degrees below zero Celsius and my dad is working hard looking beyond the extents of hypothermia, hypochondria, and all the elements combined, he works to build a fence, a true servant, a true worker, a true exhibit of hard work and ethics. This is my father in whom I am well pleased.
1: It's me again. Does your job still suck? Are you still mad at your job and therefore life sucking? Then you should join the Bitcoin podcast Slack, where the people there don't suck, or at least their jobs don't. So, in essence, their lives don't either. Join the Slack. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another one of... Uh, the bitcoin podcast interviews uh today we have a special guest a special guest brought to us from a collective of individuals operating as as one a very popular we're well, gaining a lot of popularity actually um but i'm not going to speak for you josh josh welcome to the show thanks for having me you know usually i i would ask this question and i feel like i've asked this question so many times i almost don't want to ask it and it's the uh you know Maybe what I were you doing? What were you doing before you were blessed by crypto? Like the like I feel like every crypto podcast asks that question. So I don't I'm asking it by not asking it. I just want to say, how does it feel to be in the industry right as it's about to to usurp into a new epoch of maturity?
3: Uh, it feels amazing. Um, I can't imagine somebody who's not having fun right now maybe people who are trying to flip NFTs and they're spending all their time in front of a computer mm-hmm. and then maybe they're not having fun, but everyone else should be having an incredible amount of fun We're we're doing so much experimentation, so much growth. Uh, it's so hard to keep up with. Uh, I was trying to, so I took my wife to eat Denver uh, where I'm, I'm a core steward and she's like, I don't know why I'm here. I'm not going to understand anything. I was like, just, you know, be here, absorb you know enjoy listen to some things so she goes to a talk that i didn't go to and I, I told her i was like you now know something that i don't know because something groundbreaking was just talked about and i didn't hear it that's how fast the space moves so now you can teach me something but, <laughs> so i think being in that demeanor of like always being able to learn something uh is a good one to answer the question, question there is what's her reaction awesome or like whatever gosh yeah. <laughs> Uh, both. <laughs> I'm still trying to get her to go down the rabbit hole. She has met a MetaMask. She's got her own Buffalo Corn. Um, she got a, I think, a decent size ENS drop because I made her get an ENS name. Um, the, but to answer the question of what was I, how did I, what was whatever before being blessed with crypto? And, and that's a really interesting framing of it because my previous line of work, I thought I was incredibly blessed and that that time would never happen again and then lightning struck twice. Um, so I was at Lyft doing driver growth, user acquisition, and sometimes our department was considered, um, competitive intelligence. Um, so I I got to do a lot of really fun things in the lead up to helping Lyft get IPO ready. And it was the most fun that I'd ever had. And I, I did not think that, uh, it would it would happen again and then here we are
1: is there i mean that's interesting i know it had to have been exciting because those companies that like are startups and then they are like oh now we need to go legit i understand it's like crunch time it has to be crunched on there's no way it's not so like what kind of like overlaps were there there between lyft getting them ipo ready and then moving into crypto and did you go straight to where you are now in crypto, which is Opulus, by the way, audience, but you can read audiences, right? Or get now. to Opulus.
3: Um, <laughs> no, that is not how I found it. Um, so I was I was at Lyft. We did this thing, lots of fun things. We got the company IPO ready. The company turned around and said to us, your department can't be on the books for the for the IPO. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find another role in the company or like... Here's your pink slip. Thanks, uh, guys. uh, Right? Um, And during that process, uh, I met uh, Tommy Marquez from Chaser, where they were trying to build decentralized rideshare in Austin. They found semi-success. And before a lot of the, if they had tried to do... With today's rails, what they tried to do four years ago, I think we'd have decentralized rideshare. It was like, it was the right moment in the weird like ICO boom, but the technology wasn't there to make these things real. A lot of the tech's there now. Um, not the point. But I, I, I was messing around with Coinbase, and so I was playing with the big three. Considered myself a trader because I was buying and holding Bitcoin, Litecoin, and ETH, and it was so much more fun than than like Robinhood and stocks and. Um, You you get served these articles and you're like oh man I'm I'm doing the crypto thing because I hold these three tokens and then you see an article about Ethereum and and it's like wait a second this is like a whole internet there are so so just holding your ETH in Coinbase is zero point zero one percent of anything uh, that we do in the space and so I went down the rabbit hole started getting into tokenomics and uh, started writing a white paper for Tommy on decentralized rideshare it ended up being a white paper on why decentralized rideshare doesn't work but basically shopped it around and was like i got the feedback that i didn't know anything about tokenomics which is fair because i didn't know anything about tokenomics and so i was recommended to take a consensus academy class um took it graduated went back and they were like i didn't think you'd actually take the class and this was the time that i was about to get offboarded from lyft um, they they offered me like 105,000 to sit on a desk in San Francisco. I was like, "That's not happening." Uh, so like, you should come work for us at Consensus. There was a job opening. I applied for it. And I got into Consensus. Um, I'm sure your audience is well familiar with their hiring and firing practices. So six months after being hired, uh, our team was off boarded, and so it's February 2020, uh, the beginning of the pandemic starting, and I was like. I don't know what to do, but I'm going to go to eat Denver to find a job. Cause I already had tickets. So I went to eat Denver was walking around and saying, um, Hey, Cobra for consensus is like $2,400 a month. Uh, I don't want to pay that. I don't have a salary to be able to pay that. Uh, is there a web three solution? And everyone's like, you should go talk to Opalus. Uh, so I I did go talk to Opalus and I told them what I did at Lyft and they were like, uh, well, you can, you come on and make referrals. Um, we can't pay you because it's a free product. It was at the time a free product. Um, but you, we can make you an advisor, give you some equity and some tokens that don't exist yet. And I was like, Oh yeah, that sounds like fun. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then so I'm very fortunate to be in a position to be able to take a job that does not have pay. Uh, very got Very lucky. Um, and so a month later, a few months later, I don't know, a few months later, uh, the government issues PPP funds, um, Opelis had less employees than they had before. And we're like, uh, well, we've an, we've an open role. Would you like to fill a backfill a role? Um, now we can give you a salary. So I took a starting salary of 40 grand where my job was, uh, uh per year, which was literally to try to get meetings scheduled for John Paller, our founder um to do the unscalable it was a slog but that's how i ended up where i am now
2: so what is that's a hell of a journey what's opolis like why did you choose to do work
3: for them and what do they do uh yeah so i would say i didn't have a choice when i started but i definitely had a choice to stay um it was the i mean we're, we're talking three months into the pandemic. And if you think about what we were doing at that point, like we were literally, we were Lysol wiping down our groceries, like nobody knew what the thing was. Um, everyone was scared of their own shadow. We had no idea how scary the thing or not scary it was going to end up being. And all we got were these like death reports and stuff. Um, so I was like, I don't want to lose my house. I need to take a job that's going to pay the mortgage. So I I lucked into this role for 40K a year. Um but I stayed because I believed in the vision. Um, at Lyft, I got to meet a lot of drivers who the primary complaint, the two primary complaints of well, one, when they start to work full time, it's not a living wage. And often they don't work enough to qualify to be a W-2. And if they did, Lyft and Uber aren't offering W-2s. So you've got these people who are working their asses off for the platform to make shareholders incredible amounts of money on a product that doesn't particularly make market viable sense. Um, And they're living below the poverty line. Uh, And then we get to the IPO and all these these drivers and low-level employees who really made the, the, the engine tick and get this thing off the ground. And by off the ground, I mean like destroying the taxi industry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I just um, want to make that clear for the audience. I just, yeah. just want to put, just want to. Yeah. Uh,
3: disrupting old systems with new systems. There's a, there's a trend there. Um, and no, like you had to have done like 20,000 rides to get a handful of shares. And it's like, what the fuck? Um, they obviously didn't care about the people that built it. There's no incentive to care about the people who built it. And drivers, You know, they got screwed and they're continuing to get screwed. And then when autonomous vehicles become the predominant form of ride share, they're going to get completely screwed. That's going to be an interesting one, but. That's going to be a while for that to happen. I think we're like within five years. You think? Okay. Reasonable. Yeah. I mean, they've they've been, they've logged a couple million miles in Pittsburgh, San Francisco, Mm -hmm. um, in Arizona. I mean, we're close. I what Waymo just got elevated to level four. We're at level five is not far away. Interesting. Yeah.
2: So, what is Opolis? Yes, uh, Opolis <laughs> is a
3: <laughs> a member owned digital employment cooperative. Um, there's a lot to unpack in that sentence, uh, but essentially, what we do is we help people who are independent contractors, freelancers, um, creatives, startup founders, influencers podcasters, uh, to access high quality group rate employment benefits, healthcare, dental vision, 401k. Uh, we do tax compliance. Um, and then all the things that typically come into a W2 paycheck, uh, we do withholdings for state, local, federal taxes, and then social security, Medicare workers, compensation and unemployment insurance, all the, all of it.
2: Nice. Okay, so I'm gonna give you a. I'm gonna give you a scenario. Yeah, this is a this is a real scenario. I'm asking for a friend. Okay, Um, I get paid in crypto. Yeah, Yeah. my nine to five. I get paid in crypto. Um, I do a myriad of freelance services. Get paid in crypto. I try to not take fiat at all if I can possibly afford to do so. Um, it's really hard to get all those things you just listed. What's that process, right? Like, what's the process of me setting myself up such that, like. And make it easier like what does obelisk do to allow me to live the life the way i live it while also having some type of ability to conform to like to tr- traditional eco like jurisdiction that i live in in america
3: yeah that's a good question and luckily 100 percent inside of my wheelhouse of what i can answer so um Egypt. you did that was really nice uh so What we do is we help the individual, your friend, uh, wrap themselves in an LLC, and then we have that LLC elect S, C, or B Corp. Um, And to be honest, they're probably not a public benefit corporation, they're probably uh, S or C, and that's really a style choice, which you can have an accountant or lawyer kind of tee up for you. Most people use the S Corp. And the reason you can't use a vanilla LLC uh, is because if you're the owner, of an llc you can't also be the employee of it and we need you to be the employee of it so we can co-employ you it's a kind of eligibility and de-risking thing um so each of our members of the cooperative are llcs that elect s corp generally um so you're becoming an employee of your corp except for we're taking over the eor which is employer of record uh and then w- which is most which would which is what most payroll or staffing companies will do. Um, and so we co-employ you with your entity, which gives you this sort of self-sovereignty. So we're in the Web2 world. Most of the companies will subjugate you and and try to um, farm out your labor. Or if your billable is $50 an hour, they'll charge the client $60, $70, $80 an hour. Um, you must not work in government contracts. It's way higher than that. Sure, uh, I was being nice. Yes, it is. Yeah, some double, triple. Um, you're essentially becoming a staffing agency, and you're staffing out yourself. And we're the we're the employment payment rails. Now, to the crypto payroll side of that, we can take. Um, at the beginning, we'd started with Bitcoin. We're, we're trying to rebuild the Bitcoin engine, but um, for the most part, uh, anything that's on Send Wire. And we prefer stable coins. So uh, if you're getting paid, or let's say your friend is getting paid in USDC as they're monthly um, or bi-weekly or however often they're paid, um, instead of going through a centralized exchange, converting it to dollars, sending it to their bank, and then paying their credit card bills um, and rent, they can just send us the USDC directly inside of our dashboard. And then we process it. And then on the first and third Friday of each month, it's gonna come out as fiat into a personal bank account. So we're an off-ramp in that sense. And then it's also an on-ramp in that we've got some real estate agents who will take like half their paycheck in ETH. And so they'll fund their paychecks with USDC, or sorry, with USD from a business bank account. Uh, We process it, do all the withholding and the premiums and all that. And then uh, minimum wage they have to take in US dollars. And then anything above minimum wage they take in ETH quite a bit of options there yeah Yeah. it's it's a lot of optionality a lot of customization and uh what you choose doesn't affect anybody else it's it's self-sovereign
0: i have two questions joshua hit me um my first one is what does it look like when and the the entity that employs the person is potentially uh, it changes hands in terms of ownership.
1: Yeah.
3: You uh, Can you give me an example? Are you talking about like the, an LLC so have, gets bought by another LLC? I have a friend. We have a lot of friends here. We have a lot of friends, yeah. <laughs> sure. So I have a friend who, let's say, uh, is going I think, to... I think I can sell. answer your question by saying that we are completely agnostic to where your funds come from. So who's paying your LLC doesn't particularly matter to us. As long as you're able to pay your invoice Mm -hmm. and that invoice is above whatever the minimum wage for your state is. uh, Mm -hmm. As long as you're able to continue paying that invoice, we don't care whether your money is coming from a Dow or driving for Uber or whatever. It it doesn't particularly matter.
1: So it's kind of like you can get paid in whatever and then get whatever currency you want after you go through Opus is like that's pretty yeah
3: our confines right nice. now are send wire but yeah so, like, yeah the There's next like the next question there is, is the
2: layers here so like say um for for all intents and purposes like just to be clear that person my friend is me i get paid in crypto and i have to f- do all those things I you just it. mentioned which
1: was, <laughs> you, know,
2: so you go through this myriad of things to get to the point where like i can get it in my bank account mm-hmm. uh but i don't I don't put everything that I have into my bank account because I want sure. to minimize the amount of money up that I send to banks. I would rather keep it safe, what I would consider more safe, in crypto yeah. with my own
3: methods. So there's so yeah. So how do I? How does two, that?
2: I just, I just send whatever I would want. I
3: would invoice whatever I would want to go into that
2: or so what? So yes,
3: and there's there's two qualifications that I have to put on it. Uh, one is the IRS and state regulations that that require you to pay yourself minimum exempt wage. So whatever your state is, what, what state are you in? I'm in North Carolina. I think this the minimum for North Carolina is like forty grand. So I'm not worried about sure. minimums. Sure. The second one is paying yourself a reasonable wage, um, and reasonable is not particularly well defined. It's not something we check, and it's something that you need to defend to the IRS if you're ever audited. Um, I mean, like the, I, I expect the company to still hold the
2: balance of what I have. Yes. I just only want to put what I need for that particular month into the bank account.
3: Right. It doesn't work exactly like that. Um, so what's this is what I'm saying? So let's say your salary is higher than 40,000, uh, which is the minimum for North Carolina. Um, you would, I don't know, whatever your job title is, you would have to defend that wage to the IRS. If you ever got audited. So like, some people will go to Glassdoor and they'll say, all right, what does a podcaster make? Um, I think that's pretty all over for the all. spectrum because a ton of podcasters <laughs> do it for free. Um, and the ones that do super well make like what, 40, 50, 60 grand a month. So like oh, I think that there's that. a very more than that. Way more than that. What are we I don't doing? Make in that. Actually, yeah, we, we don't just, let's, let's
2: make that. be very clear. We don't make yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah.
3: But so there's a very wide range, and so it'd be very easy to defend. So here's the thing. Like if you're making $2 million a year and you process 40 grand and then you take a K1 distribution, you're going like on 1.96 million. Like,
2: yeah. You're That's what I'm be- trying to figure out. Right. It's like, do I, the process of building an LLC yeah. and then signing up with Opolis, does all the money that I make need to flow through Opolis first? No. No. Or can I keep a portion of that money that the LAC that I, that I bill out in the yes. LLC, but only pay out the, the, the amount that I want. Because like, basically, it's what I do, right? Kind, it's, kind of, it's currently a passive entity, but yes. I keep a bunch of it in in the business and, to, and I only pay out myself what
3: I need to get paid. So you would be able to do that, except for it would manifest as you trying to guess annually what your salary should be. So let's say your expenses are like 80 grand. You have to set your salary to 80 grand. And then if you had extra expenses, you could use our bonusing tool to process more you the rest of it will sit in your llc that's your money we don't custody it um and then at the end of the year you have two choices you can process it through us as a bonus or you can take a k1 distribution i guess the third would be to leave it in your company and pay corporate taxes on it which nobody particularly wants to do so you have three three options so what to do with your money that's left in the company good to know Um and, and I say that obviously as not a lawyer or a CPA. So wait, right, so uh,
0: so let me let me go back
3: to let me give you a specific this
2: this this interview is literally us asking questions that we need to know because most of the
1: our no, listeners also us. need to know these questions. Yep. We have yeah. a mutual yeah. friend, his name is uh, Pori Ketty. He actually <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember by
2: that name. Which, I mean this has been a, a nightmare it? for me. I've been taking crypto for a long time and I just tried to buy a house
3: and well, I bought a house, and it was Nice. One of the worst, worst helps and underlines. that too. Um not directly, but um through Opolis you get pay stubs because you're getting paid out on the first and third Friday of every month. And then in January you get a W-2. So instead of going to an underwriter, a mortgage company and saying, uh, yeah, I work for magic internet money from a magic internet company called a dow <laughs> uh <laughs> give, give me three hundred thousand dollars for this mortgage please It's a and very very real thing that i said i know <laughs> uh, yeah quote for quote for quote i promise I, wa- I wasn't there um it happens all the time and but instead you get to take our paperwork uh the pay stubs and the w-2 and instead of saying i work for magic internet money it's like here's a u.s dollar paycheck from a cooperative that has a legal presence in Colorado. It's a Colorado co-op. Uh, and they do not ask the same questions because you're not self-employed anymore. You're mm-hmm. employed by the cooperative. You
0: guys are exploiting a loophole in the system of Colorado.
1: Hey man, no, um, ain't nothing actually, wrong with that.
3: So it's not a Colorado <laughs> loophole. That's a, a U.S. but um, Colorado is just the Delaware of co-ops. So okay. you can, can you explain what a co-op is for those who don't know this yeah. guy? A cooperative is a DAO with a legal framework. Is the is the shortest answer? Um, a cooperative is like an LLC, except for the operating agreement and design is a little bit different. You can have, and I, I say this again, not as not as a lawyer. Um, we have a lawyer who'd be able to answer these. Who's questions your lawyer? Well. Like... Just... Um, yeah, Yev 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 Mushnik. Um, she's incredibly talented um focuses on cooperative law and um helping dow's to become proper legal entities in should the states they need that. yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah absolutely Alicia, I think um, and actually very next interview if
3: you'd like to <laughs> oh yeah i'd love to i'd love to have uh to yeah follow we me. should have a legal
2: panel because i have we have great legal at ours at, at my company having something like that to so they talk about some of
3: the ah, another story keep going yeah, yeah. we can yeah. we can figure that out offline um i but to anybody who's joining opolis uh she does free consultations with them to help make sure that they're set up and can answer some legal questions that is the we have our own world. staff at the co-op
2: mm-hmm. so, so for those that don't know rei is a cooperative
3: and it's doing pretty good so like yeah the climbing one uh yeah, yeah. i didn't know it was cool. the the outdoor wear um and also ocean spray You know, the cranberry juice. I did not know that. I did not know that one. Mm -hmm. Um, But the the core function of a cooperative is that they can have, like, different membership classes. uh, And instead of there being a huge delineation between employees, owners, and customers, inside of a cooperative, they're all members. So everybody who's a member of Opolis as an employee member pays 1% of the salary that they run through the co-op. As a fee to the cooperative, it's a community fee, but we only take what we need to operate the cooperative. So once that results in a surplus, those funds will be distributed back to the members.
2: That's like a dividend to being a cooperative owner. It's like
3: a reshuffling of everyone's paychecks to everyone. I, I prefer to refer. I, I prefer to refer to it as a rebate, but yes, it's essentially that. Um, and and actually, the workholders who are employee members could vote on what they'd like to do with that surplus. It could go toward um, further subsidizing healthcare plans, adding other plans. Um, th- there's a number of things that we could do with it. You have uh, a token associated with, with, with Opolis. Is that, we, is, we so like, is this, is this redistribution um, token like based on, Oh, would it be? Uh, yeah. It'll probably be distributed based off of the weight of, how many tokens you're holding on to? So there's two different sides of the work token. There's the it's a unit of account for the cooperative that you are earning for patronage of the cooperative. Um, right now, I think it pays out a little over one work per dollar you run through the co-op. So, um, Corey, in your example, let's say you run a hundred grand through the co-op, you're going to earn about a hundred thousand work tokens. The person who referred you is also going to earn about a hundred thousand work tokens. Um, because in our token distro um, so we're a payroll company, and when the payroll company when when our payroll volume grows by ten percent, five million work are minted that's our that's our tokenomics. Um, so new tokens are only added when we grow as a cooperative, which is what we're trying to incentivize our members to do. Um, there's no hard cap, but there is a difficulty bomb to the point where to grow by 10% we'd have to employ like a significant amount of the population of the earth so the the hard cap or the the soft cap is probably somewhere like 600 615 to 620 million uh to be, depending we started with 315 million so about double what the genesis was um what
2: about six so like Mm You, 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 you've described how tokens get put into distribution. Are there any Mm -hmm. ways in which tokens leave that distribution? Say for instance, people, a lot of people join, sign up, run money through Opolis, that means quite a few tokens and they get redistributed. What if they leave those things just get redistributed and then someone owns them now,
3: or can they be destroyed? There isn't a mechanism by which we burn the token yet. That's not to say that the board or the token holders couldn't decide to add some sort of burn mechanism for um, using the tokens, paying for services—I don't know. Um, it's it's certainly possible. Cool. Mm-hmm. I always go to those. Sorry. Yeah. No. No. It's a good question. So, and there's that's that's how the the new tokens come come about. So, thirty percent go to the employee members who run their payroll. Thirty percent go to the referrers of the person who ran the payroll. Twenty percent goes to a staking contract. 10% goes to Apple's Treasury, 10% goes to the Employment Commons Treasury. And then on the other side, um, when we do have profits to distribute, it'll probably be based off of holding the token, which is a separate mechanism from earning the token. So people are welcome to, if they want to, uh, dump the token on the open market. I would prefer they didn't, but it's something mm-hmm. that they're able to do as members. Um, and that's saying that they don't want to hold on to that that voting weight. They don't want to hold on to that uh, the rights to future profits.
0: I have another question: What platform? Like, I guess, what what is Opalus built on top of? The token stuff.
1: Ethereum. Oh, okay. Was that the? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't wondering. know.
0: Is,
3: I'm not sure. Yeah. are so, using. Uh, yeah, so we're we consider ourselves to be a Web two to Web three bridge. Okay. Um, and so our employment stack is all web too, because you can't like take social security numbers and passports and like put them on the blockchain yet. <laughs> no, I don't think you'll ever be able to, um, at least not in the U S there's, there's some pretty strong like HIPAA compliance laws and like what you can do with PII. Mm. Do you think there's a, I don't know if there's a scenario in which we'd be putting our social Let's, security numbers. Yeah. yeah. zero uh, knowledge, Zero knowledge proofs. Encryption. Yeah, zero knowledge could be a way around some of that. Could be. I'm not going to say it is. Well, it wouldn't like that it. wouldn't that still be pointing to something that's still held in a private database rather than
2: nope. being no being on the, everything in the
3: blockchain? Hmm. Okay. What's like, what's PII? That's a personal. That's a personal. I can that
2: looks like because it look, doesn't yeah. look anything what it, like Ethereum looks like today. Yeah. But, uh,
3: yeah. Uh, so, personally, personally identifiable information. So, like uh name address number. birthday phone number um, all the stuff account. that you don't want leaked when like ledger gets hacked got it yeah like what happened again recently. that felt very that felt moved i just had one for um for i uh, i think it was blockfi i don't know
1: i felt very pointed what did the ledger getting hacked Yes.
3: so i actually i I bought my ledger the way you're not supposed to buy your ledger um i bought mine oh, on, on amazon oh yeah it, uh, you can buy it on amazon if it's from the official ledger distributor yeah i don't remember it was years ago but it was they were still wrapped it was like a two for one um so i got two for 150 dollars this was like during the bull market where they started blowing up and then they were like 250 500 per ledger mm. in, in december 2017
2: 18
3: no in uh, december 2017 yeah that was ridiculous. Yeah. The appreciation of ledgers was higher than the appreciation of the of the coins. There's there's a
1: lot People of ridiculous money. money in crypto. <laughs> um okay, yeah. this has been a lot. This has been a lot of a very good interview. There's a lot to unpack. A lot of things I just didn't know, right? I didn't know co-ops were really even a thing really. I was the most I know about co-op is like, you know, playing Ninja Turtles in the arcade back in the day. You know that's a good co-op experience right there for me, but um, <laughs> you made a, a faces if you didn't you never played Ninja Turtles in the arcade. I love how I could follow Joshua's like. <laughs> his face.
3: I was like the brain. I, I, you can see the brain movement. On yeah, line. you could. Um, there are like I mean there are farm co-ops and like uh like uh, smaller grocery stores that that are that are like local co-ops. The Ace uh, Hardware Hard- store is a co-op. Is it
0: really? I didn't know that. Your Learning specific skills one skills. or the company? For sure, the company. Huh? Yeah, could be. Uh, I'm
3: gonna take you at your word. How do they scale so well? This shit deals. I don't know.
0: They make uh, you good products, man. Do, do, <laughs> like like when you're looking at co-ops? Like, do they typically like brick and mortar? This is like not relevant yeah. to what
3: we've been talking about. Like, do they well, scale kind of. well? So I would I would make okay. the I would make the assertion that like when your employees are actually owners and they feel like they're contributing to something that they are owners of. Oh, I no, no, no. I, I didn't mean their... it in that
0: sense. It okay. can totally scale that way. No, I meant like, <laughs> like, you know, like the brick and mortar, like the, the Ace Hardware, you know, example that Corey was talking about. Like, how do yeah. they have so many Ace Hardwares all over the place? Franchise? Well,
2: co-ops. Yeah, maybe. Oh,
3: yeah, killing it. So like well, yeah, co-ops can bad. have multiple branches. It's, it's, c- just a, it's just a legal framework. It's like a company. Okay. No. Mm. Okay. I just know they're really good to employees. Kind of. That's okay, maybe I'm wrong. But that's that's P- I, I mean in terms of PR, I they do pay higher wages than comparable work of in that field. Um, but they still play the same like bullshit games. Um where they'll take an employee and have them do like 35 hours, 37 and a half, and then they'll cut them below 35. So they don't have to classify them as a full-time employee. So they don't have to give them benefits. Um, So it's very good to you. If you've been there for a few years and like you've leveled out of the bullshit, um, but when you're when you're in your first two years at Costco, it's they treat you like garbage. It's the same. Um, my next my next
2: obvious question that I think uh, well, it's it's important to me, but important, important to anyone who's considering joining Opelist. Sure, uh, I'm going to go through a legal process and set up an entity yeah. and join Opelist. How am I not going to get rugged? Like, why should I trust you? Why should I be sending you money? And what type of like. What are so the feelings? What's, what's, what's the good butterflies I can have about why you know, this is question. good for me and it's not going to leave me?
3: So, in the traditional sense of a rug, um, we're, like I said, a Web2, Web3 bridge, which means we've got a legal presence and uh, we do everything. I mean, we're a payroll company. So, like, rugging you would almost certainly mean jail time. And I'm not particularly willing to go to jail for a couple grand.
1: Uh, <laughs> I've seen a lot of shows about You're a, lot jail. Make.
3: Uh, <laughs> a lot of shows about uh,
1: jail man I don't so know we, if you do well we, there no I don't think I would either
3: um, so I'm just going to play it above above board and uh, continue paying my taxes um, so we run about 30 million dollars in payroll a year that's our ACPV um, I, I don't I, it's a question typically reserved for like Anon founders, right? I don't. <laughs> we're not going to rug you. Uh, so here's the here's the zero risk of the um it, the the zero risk is that like there's no subscription fee, there's no penalty for leaving. So if after a few weeks or months you decide that the service is not right for you, you just tell us you want to leave, and you're able to not continue paying your invoices the other thing is we don't take a big lump sum all at once so the maximum that we'd be able to rug you for is one invoice which is your annual salary divided by 24 interesting which, and yeah, then when you like jail time.
0: when Oppolis signs on as uh, as an eor on um, whatever the yeah i guess the s core or, or c core whatever the entity is
3: uh-huh
0: um do they, have, do, do they have any
3: like percent ownership when they yeah. co-own? No, we co-employ, co-employ you. Co-employ. Yeah, but okay. your entity. So like when Corey creates his LLC and we have a yeah. company, uh, a law firm that we work with that does them for like $300 and they, they just churn out uh, Wyoming LLCs for us. Um, um, and then if you want to use not Wyoming, we have another partnership that we, that we work with. But um, you are the 100% owner. Of your LLC that then files the paperwork to elect S or C corp status, and then like
0: for for maintaining like legal, um, like we don't we don't want to break any laws here. Like, what's the best way to make the S corp that we come to you and be like, hey, this is what we want to use. Like, who do we use? How do we go about making that?
3: Um, so I've got a link that you can click on.
0: Sure. <laughs> put it in the
2: description. <laughs> Not right now. We'll do it later. But... You want to see it? Okay. We can put it. We actually probably. Maybe we should put it up on that the works. screen. Yeah,
1: can we put that on the screen?
2: Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, it I, got a, I got a banner
1: coming at you. Real, real Ooh, hot. Nice. Yeah, we're about to we're about to blow you away with production quality, Josh. Hang on a second. Don't even know what we can. Oh do yeah, that's exciting. I did that in three seconds.
3: Wow, that's for impressive.
1: those of you for those of you listening and not watching. Uh, one, firstly, you're a noob. You should have been subscribed to the show a long time ago on YouTube. And how dare you uh, for making me say please like and subscribe uh, now. Opulus.typeform.com. Love Typeform, by the way. Shout out mm-hmm. to you guys at opulus uh, Slash request LLC.
3: Yeah, and the reason it says request instead of like create is because uh, the way corporate formation works is you have to, you send a name to the state and then the state checks to make sure that that name is available. Then they send back the documents uh, and then we request the, LLC, the, the LLC's EIN from the IRS. Uh, and then you get your articles incorporation or organization, depending on which state it is. Uh, and then your EIN, and then you take those two documents and you go to um our website. Uh, and then you're able to put that information. I was gonna type in so you can throw this one up there, but you probably wanna we we probably wanna set up a slug for you guys to like T- TPP or something. Yeah, let's do it. So that, so that you're uh so that your um listeners and subscribers can uh can support the podcast by by uh when when they earn work you are also going to earn work so if you are learning about opolis right now or something that we said convinced you to finally join make sure you tell us that the bitcoin bitcoin podcast was responsible for that referral uh
1: so that they get that referral credit yeah yeah, that'd be dope. We didn't even set that up. That happened really organically. All links in the description. We hope. Good luck. Um, Biggest if it's not. <laughs> um,
3: okay. Hey, here's, here's I, a fun thing. So you guys can actually decide what you want to do with that. So that work that you're earning, and that's on the Polygon chain, um, you could keep it in a DAO treasury. You could keep it for yourselves. You could distribute it to all of your listeners, which is an interesting person below. Screw the listeners. <laughs> you could spend it on. You could. I guess you could. I would prefer you not sell it on the open market. You can go to see it to me. I'll buy it from you, and then you can use that for the hookers and blow if
1: if you so chose. <laughs> I know. want to put in work. What are you talking about? There's some progressive hookers out there nowadays. So, uh, speaking oh, sorry. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> um, when you ask them, are you looking for some work? And when they're like, "Yeah, baby," it's like good because I got work.
3: So, so speaking I mean, of we, we, actually, work, we do have a growing number of. Non-physical adult entertainers who are joining the platform because, as independent workers, they also don't have access to high-quality employment benefits. So we haven't gotten into working specifically with sex workers who do in-person work, Um, Uh, but we we are able to support more of the digital content that is in-person work. trying to phrase that as eloquently as
1: possible nice i was trying to come up with a porn joke but i ran uh, or the one that's it. lost forwards. we can, can, can report the accountants no no I, I wanted to ask some questions i still have some questions so how, like what let, hit us with some kpis man i love a good number like what did opulus start with how many people are signed up now how many people do you foresee being signed up in the Near future, far future, given the efforts that you're putting in, you and yourself and your team. Yeah. Like, so, hit us with some numbers, Josh.
3: So I'll start with the thing that I've been doing is not scalable. Um, I'm not able to do it myself. We've got some great team members who've come on. Uh, we actually brought on my old uh, boss from Lyft who really helped the company get. IPA. Did you hire him? Does he work under you? Please tell me yes. Yes, but we're a flat org. Um, oh you'd be oh. nice. <laughs> nice. Um I'll i always think of him as as my boss. Uh even though uh on one of my last weeks at Lyft, he was like, I'm gonna be working for you someday. Uh and shit, if he wasn't correct. Uh he's Shout he's out. he's a great mentor. Um so yeah. we started, I was employee member number one, I was invoice number one back in June 2020. We finished
1: we finished the year with is that 2020? Not that many members. A handful, 12,
3: 13, we, 14, something like that. We finished 2021. Actually it was 18. We finished 2021 with close to 250. So we did a, I think It's like 21, 22 X. Um, we have a nice stats page for these year end numbers. I don't just have these off the top of my head. Um, the TCPV, which is the our payroll volume, was a little under actually about a million when we ran our January 1st paycheck or January 7th paycheck for 2021, um, which was up from 58,000 at the end of 2020. So we did a, I don't know, it's like a thousand something, 1100 something percent increase from... 2020 2021 we're going to try to do another 10x in payroll this year uh so that we are we started with a million we're going to try to do 10 million in, in PCPV, which would be a nice goal and then for membership numbers we started with 250 so i'd like to end the year with a little over 2500 if we keep growing at between 15 and 20 percent month over month we should be able to get there um and then i'll conclude with we are probably going to be shopping for a lead for our series a here pretty soon
1: so that'll be I know some folks do you mm-hmm. nice i know a few folks what's uh i'd love to meet them yeah you never thought joining the tv you was have my number who's gonna be <laughs> uh, slack yes be
3: this dope uh, uh, uh no this is this is probably one of my favorite shows that i've been on no offense to the other shows i would just no, hit me it, your those other shows from the slack <laughs> I yeah, now I get You're, it. Okay, your community good. is significantly better. Like um I don't tell everyone, it's a secret. It's, yeah. we're, well, we're, we don't we do I mean we've spent a
2: tremendous amount of time curating and maintaining that community to make sure they're not a piece of garbage. Yep. And it, it's paid dividends and me not wanting to kill myself when I join the community.
1: Yep. Yeah, cool. All That's right, a huge dividend. There. It's a huge dividend. Um I, I guess well, one, congratulations. I like when good I good products and good services are just that, right? They're okay. just good. It's almost like they market themselves. They sell themselves. It's like, hey, this is the best. If you don't think it's the best, use it and then use something else. Right. All right. now tell me, right? It's really it's really easy to make something when something's made well. And and what you're doing is obviously great. Like that's the whole vibe I've gotten from you and your team. Cause I had a, a short call with um uh, his name starts with a J. But he's on your team and John? Kinda, Julian. Julian. Uh nice. Julian, he helped me out. Brilliant. helped me understand some things. He pointed cool. me down the right path. Yeah, he's not um, standing number two. And I'll be sending someone his way very soon. Right. So um not after
3: I, I, wait, wait till we get our affiliate link. Don't just send it to anybody. Actually, it doesn't particularly matter the 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 timing of it. Um if they're your referral, we'll make sure that that's earmarked as your referral. So feel, feel free to send them. The whole world's gonna be working for you someday, Josh. I, no,
2: good salesman. Like, don't worry about it. We'll take care of that. Just get them over
3: here. Yeah, we yeah we we do. We just want to get them in the door, get them started. Um, and actually, for your community, the alpha is in joining earlier. So like, all right. So most most DeFi yield farms, the I think the analytics they did are like, they're like dead within the first forty eight hours. So you see the smart money will come in within the first like couple blocks and will be long gone within 24 hours um our model is not as harsh and is, is more sustainable but the tokenomics still exist for pretty much everything in the space where the earlier you join the more upside you're seeing because you're sharing the same amount of tokens with less people so right now we have about 320 members who are sharing 1.5 million work Um, next month, that'll be closer to 400. So 400 people are sharing 1.5 million work. Um, and that's going to continue to get smaller and smaller.
1: I see. I have a kind of outside of the box question. Maybe not, but you probably already thought of it. And that is the work stock ticker is Slack. It was. That's, that's changed.
3: They got acquired by Salesforce.
1: That's right. Okay. Okay. Well, never mind. That you, you were expecting that question and you, <laughs> no, I just, fly. I was a Slack holder because
3: I love Slack before I discovered Discord. And I still, I don't know, Discord's awful, but it's better than, I don't know. You like must that. not play video games. It's different. It's different.
2: It's very same, same, but different. Yeah. I think it depends that, on <laughs> that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can it's have, like, I mean, it doesn't, I back it back doesn't, forward. it doesn't prevent the building of good communities. It's just, the way that it's been used, is kind of perverted what most people
3: think of Discord now. You know? I got something for you. Wait, wait a year. Yeah. Okay. Do I have to wait, or can I invest in the seed round? Like,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> My man's talking.
3: He's talking.
1: <laughs> work for status. Point. That
3: should tell you enough. Like, oh uh, yeah, I'm like one of the ten users.
2: Wait, it's it's got, it's, it's going to not suck soon.
0: Wait, really? It's going to.
2: Yes. That's really
3: exciting. Like a lot. Um,
2: well, watch, watch. So I did a talk at Thinver, at Denver, okay. um, where I I showcased a lot of what we're working on, um, I think and be well, a good portion cool. of what we're working on. I work on things that are different yeah. that are that are going to be announced later. But uh, the answer to your question is yes. It will not suck soon. Nice. I, in a I, real I, way. In a in a, sure. in a way
3: that's going to say screw Discord. I'm still using this. I remember I so Simona mentioned to me back in Lisbon that like. It was going to not suck soon. Yes.
2: And so what she was stifled at saying back then, uh, I have been given the go-to to to discuss openly and Simona as well. Um, Nice. nice. So watch my Denver talk. Everyone who's listening, watch my Denver talk. You'll be getting off discord soon. I've
1: I've known Corey for a very long time, Corey. And I can say that was a peak, peak talk for you. Hell, I think I've been in one of your classes. Like I wasn't a student. I just went in there and I was not nearly as enthusiastic about giving court, like
2: giving lectures. Yeah. So you're, so you're excited about status. That's oh, awesome. Really I've been I've been working at status for like five years and I was doing security until I took this role, which is um, well, what I do is building infrastructure for what I announced, but I'm one of the, I'm one of the people that goes out and talks about things. And I was excited to be talking about this is because it's the
3: reason why I joined status. Nice. Okay. I'm really, I'm excited about that. Cause I've always wanted it to succeed. Um, it's nice to have a web three messenger. Get it, and. it had that like first fax machine in town vibe. I really enjoy that. The interview turned into me.
1: <laughs> I've turned
2: into you? <laughs> the interview has just turned into me talking about status.
3: <laughs> ah. Well, yeah, uh, we actually, um, we do have a few status, um, Employees, because I know you guys are like, really I'm like, don't don't talk to people, yeah, but yeah, I'll be
2: I'll be asking around because I've been I so I, I pushed so I talked with folks during e Denver about a lot of a lot of Opalus stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and there are a few DAOs and and groups that were that recommended that I use you because I was lamenting the process of like buying this home. Like, oh, just use Opalus. That's what we use. It's great. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is opolis And so then I talked to people in Denver, and here we are. Um. And I then at the same time, I was pushing um, Yael's website and my thoughts around it in a lot of the status, you know, internal communications. And so it's nice to know that some people may have either learned about it and started using it or are already using it. And now I'm going to yell at them because they didn't tell me about it.
3: Uh, I won't drop the name, um, but he's been on the platform for a while. Cool.
1: They're going to get fired. I'm not gonna tell you who <laughs> um, uh, Well, guy, I, I guess we've been going for almost an hour. It's been a great interview. Um, I love interviews like this. Um, it's a lot more about just like what you're doing and that's real than what we're going to do. Um, I love how crypto is like slowly moving right there. Like it's not. It's no longer a lot of. This is what it's gonna happen. we promise, oh, and here's Snoop Dog, and now it's like, hey, <laughs> hey, this is what we're actually doing, and this is how it's going down. so uh we have some trademark questions we like to ask, okay, okay. Who, wants to who wants to go first? Jesse, you want to go first? I'll go first. Feedback now though you good,
0: okay, um so my question is um what is wait, fuck! What was my question, dude? I forgot so it. Long. Yeah, is what you do actually it's hard?
1: Been oh, it's been three weeks. What do you mean, dude, I you
0: don't you don't understand. I just asked it's this. Really I took like it. an hour and something. He didn't sleep last night. <laughs> yeah. What you
3: do actually hard? Is I don't think so. It was when I started, but then I got
1: better at it, and now it's not difficult. That's some Bruce Lee swagger right there. I like it. Thank you. D hit him. And, uh, uh 10 words ten or less. Words. Can you describe, uh, Dow? Yes. yes. Will yeah. you? <laughs> will you? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> this guy <laughs> sounds like a dad. I am a dad. You can hear my kid in the background there. No, it's just a dad joke. Okay. That was was very daddy. Um...
3: Oh, that was syllables. Yeah. All right. Six words. Uh, Group chat with a bank
1: account. I am (laughs) in love with that description because that's literally what it is. That is a good one.
2: Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
3: Instead of bank account, I'd say piggy bank. That's probably a better because it's not a bank, but yeah, a group chat with a piggy bank. People can
0: relate to that, though. Yeah. Yo, D, we need to, after this call, for the dad-related thing, we need to circle back to this.
1: <laughs> yes, we uh, Last one, but not oh, least. Used to be, are you telling me to advertise what we do right now? No, 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 no. no. no, 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 no. Oh, okay, because I can do a footnote. I can Yeah, do footnote. Last one. Um,
2: are there any questions that we should have asked you that we didn't?
3: Yeah, yes. Um, the question would be, can you tell me about NFTP Rainbow Rolls? And 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 what was that about? That's what I asked you. Yeah, well, then thank you for asking. And let me uh, take the opportunity to answer that question. So uh, NFTP Rainbow Rolls is an NFT project that we, we spun up back in September that was uh, for the purpose of satirizing the NFT space while raising money for public goods. Uh, 20% of our proceeds went to Gitcoin, 20% went to Giveth, and 20% went to RIP Medical Debt. Um, we raised about 100 ETH total on like hundred, about 850 mints. It would have been nicer if they'd minted 10,000, but about 850 members uh, of our community. Um, that $91,000 that we donated to RIP Medical Debt, they turned into 7.1%. Three five million dollars worth of wiped medical debt. They buy in bulk like a collections agency, and then they waive it. So about five thousand three hundred families got letters saying, uh, "This NFT project on Ethereum wiped your debt," uh, which is <laughs> really cool. Um, what
2: is it called? Toilet And F- F- right Oh, that was that. Uh, yeah, that yeah. was rainbow rolls. That rules. was the yeah. thing. Yeah. I would have was... bought that if I would have known what was going on. But did no one tell me? Okay. Well, just, lucky for for on the podcast Lucky for it.
3: you. You can still mint them. <laughs> coming at you banner
1: this is definitely going to be a banner wait uh
3: yeah so um the mint is 0.1337 eth uh the proceeds are still going to Gitcoin giveth and rip medical debt um we actually we, we we blew up a few weeks ago actually right before Denver, because uh rip medical debt published a report saying that nfts helped to wipe all this medical debt um and all these like rabid anti-NFT people were like, "How dare you burn down the rainforest to, you know, help somebody out from crushing debt?" And It's like, what the fuck? Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and so then Vice picked up the story, and then the Dallas Morning News wrote a thing about it, and it got picked up by like 15 different major papers. It was a, uh, it was a good. Only like we only got like 15 more minutes out of it, but it was it was some fun press. That's I good. really enjoy that I asked that question. Thank you. Yeah, I, me too. I'm I'm really glad that you asked that.
1: Congratulations, man! Congratulations on. I like this vibe. Yes, man. Yeah. I, it's you're definitely like casually yeah. laser focused, which is like such a great combination to to have. And um, you know, thank you for joining the Slack. I don't know how you stumbled upon it. Um, I can I can tell you. There's a, a you're waving. Was it our friend Cory Keddy, or was? um actually there were a few people over the course of
3: a few months who were like you need to join this but there's uh actually Andy. uh the lead investor and one of the um the earliest adopters of opolis were a bunch of the badger devs and the the badger devs mm-hmm. are there now uh, you know the dows i was talking to and then also uh yeah and then uh defy dan he was the one who really uh dragged me and he sent me a message on three different platforms it was like you need to be in this slack
1: Defi Dan. Hey, well, thank you, thank you to everyone who yeah. is thank you, Daniel. consistently, like, doing the pre, pre-screening for us and inviting amazing people into our Slack. is really starting to grow into, like, one of my favorite places to go. It's like my little sanctuary, just reading everybody's conversations. Um, but um, that's it. You want to plug anything else or or we could wrap this, puppy? Well, the buffcorns? Yeah, let's plug. We guys. talked
3: about that in pre-show. Yeah, so yeah. the corns were a 10,000 PFP that we released in the lead-up to Eat Denver. There's a pretty sweet roadmap on the road to 2023 where we're going to be doing um, some DNA swapping and then also breeding. So as an example... So I've got this one here. This is a the full-set scuba. So let's say... I. Didn't want a full set scuba, mm-hmm. or I wanted him to be holding mm-hmm. a yerba mate or something. I could trade the nothing trait for a yerba mate, um, and that would cost like a couple hundred spork. And then if the other person wanted it, we could swap them. Most people think the NFTs are the NFT that you got, but that's not necessarily true. The metadata can be adjusted, um, and we're we kind of are we're launching smart contracts to kind of codify that as a new NFT primitive. we're hoping that other teams will adopt because the goal isn't to just flip an nft the goal is to have a buff corn that is yours that represents your personality which is my this one Hmm. one and so this is uh this is my pfp it's got the the matching rainbow rainbow with the he's got a yerba mate cowboy hat d20 dice he's got that little work earring it's like the work okay, appropriate <laughs> uh, and then i these sunglasses they're just great sunglasses um so instead of instead of like going out and spending a couple eth on the perfect one for me i can just trade a few traits and and then over the course of a few ETH denvers my my buff corn will level up and um there will be some that was a piece of alpha that i haven't said anywhere else so that's hey. exclusively for your audience Exclusive. yeah so, yeah, so the 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 longer you hold a buff corn, the 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 better that'll be.
1: Exclusives, that's our yeah. uh, sound. <laughs> Exclusives. Uh, well, get yourself a buff corn. Um, I don't have a buff corn, but I've seen it slides in Slack. What? Um, there's a we lot of NFTs. Have. I don't. We need have. to get you a buff corn. I.
3: We need to get you one too not that expensive um, so yeah no they the um we had a thing where somehow the w- during ETH denver the the buff corns like rippled through the chinese community and they were like minting them like crazy and then because they didn't immediately go to like a one ETH floor they started shit selling them at 0.045 and 0.05 that's and like okay you gave us your ETH and now you're giving a cheap buff corn to somebody good for you i don't what are you doing it's like so Eat <laughs> e- e- Denver is, it's not even a complaint. Like the that means community members who are finding Eat Denver now don't have to pay a whole one ETH to join that community. They can get it for relatively cheap. Um, most people who know Eat Denver know that there's huge activity, January, February, uh, and then it's going to be a little bit slow. We're trying to break that cycle with SporkDAO and to really grow beyond just having a two-month on-season, 10-month, off-season. Uh, and the buffcorns are going to be part of that and helping keep the community engaged.
1: Nice, man. Yeah. Well, thank you for providing us with a snippet of what you do and what you're definitely involved in and enjoy with such clarity. Obviously, you have an open invitation back to hashing it out because by the time you want to come back on a podcast, we'll probably be hashing it out then and not the Bitcoin podcast. Ooh, cashing it out. That's a good name. So it is. That's a, uh, I think poory Ketty came up with that too. Poor Keddy does a lot of things for us. He's a good mutual friend of ours. Uh, <laughs> get, that, get that guy paid, I guess. <laughs> He's doing okay. That's the plan. Well, thank you, Joshua. Uh, if you guys listening right now uh, want to holler at Josh whenever he has, you know, free moments in the Slack. Join the Slack. Uh, he's in there and you can ask him questions about what it's like to be involved with <laughs> opus and uh, Buffcorn and any of the other things. So um, that's it, man. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, of course.